0: what's up mishbuka welcome back to another episode of married to reality it's the jewish matchmaking edition i'm your co-host john here with my wife co-host and resident gentile it's the one only Theresa, right there
1: (laughs) hello everyone how's everyone doing
0: do you now know what the intro means. Do you know every word in the intro?
1: Yeah, you're saying, hello, family.
0: What's Here up, family? Is my
1: non-Jewish co-host, <laughs> Reza. Yeah, you got it. <laughs>
0: Nailed it. It only took four episodes. <laughs> Speaking of four episodes, yes, this is episode four. Yeah. This will be the fourth of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. How exciting is that? We will now pause for the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And we will round out this series next week, Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. Four for four. Four for four. Four and four. Guys. Four and four. Guys. We hope you're enjoying it. Let us know if you're enjoying it. Message us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Yes. Join us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality.
1: Yeah. I mean you're doing the intro. I'm just letting you do you. Yeah, do no, the I know I like when you I
0: like when you punctuate with the yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um
0: <laughs> leave a review if you haven't. Yeah. And then now I'll let Teresa take it away. If you if you want to make sure you don't miss any episodes, the best thing to do is to follow the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. So just look down and smash that follow button.
1: Guys, smash it like it is hot. it's hot Is Jackson Hole, Wyoming, one of my favorite cities in America.
0: All right. I can, I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: not as hot. As Daniel's excuse for why he's late for this date with Cindy.
1: All right. So we're going to pick up with Cindy in Tel Aviv waiting for Daniel. Yes. And waiting and waiting. And I literally thought that he pulled the good old old ghost thing. I was like, oh, it's traveled from New York to Tel Aviv. But no, he didn't. He shows up. But his excuse is so dumb that he should have just said, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I missed the bus or I overslept. Yeah. But What he comes back with is just ridiculous.
0: He did say, I took the bus. Yeah. And then he said, some old guy lost his wallet. So then I took that guy to the police station.
1: And waited there. And
0: waited. And then they found his wallet.
1: Um, That doesn't make any sense, first of all.
0: Cindy doesn't buy it. Says the story is cringy. And I agree. Yeah. At the end of the day, how about a text? If, yeah. nothing, if nothing else, if you want to go along with that story, how about a real-time text? Hey, sorry, I'm at the police station. Also, yeah. if this was the true story, how long was Cindy waiting? That's exactly. not like, oh, I missed the bus and I got the next one 15 yeah. minutes later. This seems like a three-and-a-half-hour yeah. ordeal. Is she sitting there for three-and-a-half hours?
1: Yeah. No, I don't think so. That's why I was BS. Yeah,
0: I don't buy it. But yeah, he's there, and so she tries to make the best of it. And, and they start talking about family.
1: Yes, and Cindy, Cindy is already not impressed with him. This is the second date. Him being late is just a big no-no, and his view on kids and family is also a no-no for her.
0: Well, he wants two kids.
1: Yeah, but it took him a while to think of. I don't. I think he wants a wife. I think of he wants to be married. But I don't think he is deeply thinking about all the details like Cindy does because. The number two just, he had to to think about it for a second, and he's like, ah, two. And I feel like that's the classic answer. If you ask anyone out there, how many kids do you you want to have? And if you never thought of it, you're probably going to say two.
0: Maybe. One, two, yeah. His reasoning, while it's logical, came across a little crass because he was like, yeah, maybe two. And Cindy goes, that's it. And he's like, I don't want to live in poverty, which is true. Kids are expensive, but that's just, that's came out a little harsh. Yeah. I will say this. You can tell me I'm wrong. I liked his response, his answer, more than Cindy's. She must have four kids. And adopt a 15. And then when she gets older, and I guess those kids move out, she's like, well, I'm going to need more people to take care of, so then I'm going to adopt kids.
1: I think it comes from her being passionate about helping others, and she said she went to Ethiopia and... So I get where she's coming from, but I think he, she's looking for a guy who will be able to take care of all four, five, six, seven of them.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's going to be a... Uh,
1: and I don't think it's Daniel.
0: No. What does she do for work?
1: Oh, I don't know. She do not say.
0: Cindy, Cindy. Yeah. Like be a teacher or something or like social work, but just to, I guess it's good if you're going to have all these kids, but then how about don't have four kids of your own? How about just adopt?
1: Kids. Well, I also feel like when someone throws out a number like this, it's like, whoa, like have one and see how that goes. Right. Like to have one and see if like, oh shit, I can't, cannot do this anymore or again. I think I'm good with one. Or like, I feel like having kids, once you do have kids, you really realize what you want and how much work it is. We can all just sit here, childless people like us, we can sit here and speculate or You can have an idea of what you want, but like her approach is almost a little aggressive. Like, yeah, of course I want to have four kids and I want to adopt a fifth one, right? Well, take it easy. Like try, start with one or two and then if things go well and you can afford everything and you want to have more and you can just then go for it.
0: Yeah, the only sense I can make of it is that she's one of four kids and she liked having her brothers and sisters. So she's like, I want to do that for my kids, but... Other than that, it just seems like a random number to throw out.
1: Well, I think there are a lot of women and uh, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but a lot of these women do throw out these large numbers when it comes to kids. That's true. Which for me... If, if you ask me, I would say one or two. That's where I draw the line.
0: But you're an only child. so Yeah, that's and experience. I come from a
1: smaller family, but so do you.
0: And I would say two because I come from a family of two children. Yeah. I, so if she's got a larger family or four, three siblings, four siblings, I can see that number. But it's just four kids and then when they get older, then I'll adopt. It's just, it's a lot.
1: It is. But for example, my dad has two siblings, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the only child. I think my parents decided they didn't want to have more kids. They, just, they were fine with one.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's where you start.
1: You start yeah, and, or, and sometimes that's when you end.
0: Daniel is not into the idea of adopting. He says he just wants his kids, and he doesn't need a tribe, right? He's happy mm-hmm. with just his one or two children, which is not music to Cindy's Ears. She thinks that's an old way of thinking and thinks that may be a dominance thing that he just wants to have his children. So not off to a great start here, Daniel.
1: Well, I think this is the end because Cindy said Daniel doesn't have the same values. Therefore, this is probably it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They don't align.
1: Yeah. yeah. But to, I'm going to say this, right? It's good to say what you want. But for her, it's almost like coming to Ori. Like I know she gave Daniel a shot, and it's very different. She went on a second date with him, even though he wasn't really what she wanted. But throwing out there four kids and adopting more—it's I. That's a little. That would scare me. Sure. So if you say, yeah, I'm thinking of having kids. I would like to maybe two, three, if if we can four. I'm, I want a big family. And, I'm
0: tired just thinking about that, but okay.
1: Yeah, but then. Maybe leave the adoption out of the, out of this and see how things why? go.
0: lead with the adoption if that's important to you? If that's if that's a big part of who you are and you want to be able to give less fortunate children a, a great home, then that's amazing. That's I, why I wonder, like, why the four of your own? Then just make more room for the adopted kids. Have two of your own and, and get six adopted kids.
1: Sure, but she wants to have an adopt. She wants to adopt when she went later on it's like all right well let's not skip ahead let's yeah. not plan your entire life you're not saying oh my gosh like within the next couple of years i would love to adopt the child to help them out if that's the case that's beautiful definitely say it if you're thinking oh in 20 years once the kids are out of the house i might want to adopt one well, maybe at least save it for like the third or fifth date come on
0: yeah so we get a new day here is meeting up with cindy to talk about that failed date because Elisa wants to make sure Cindy's actually ready to be dating again. Let's not forget she was with someone for three years. She had her engagement dress, whatever that is.
1: Yeah, what is that?
0: Uh, And maybe he wouldn't get her a ring. He's like, you can get a dress. Buy yourself a nice dress. Here's the
1: thing. Why would you, like, for me at least, and I might be totally wrong, or maybe this is, again, culture, but I did not want to know when you're going to propose. So why would I buy a dress? Buying a dress means you know it's coming. Maybe
0: it was for the engagement party.
1: Yeah, but still you need to be engaged. No, I know.
0: I I think they were engaged.
1: No, they weren't. You they think were. she only
0: had a dress?
1: She said they started talking about marriage, yeah. and that's when things started going south.
0: Oh, in my mind, they were engaged. She bought a dress, maybe for an engagement party. No. But my mind just tries to make sense of things. No, I
1: think they started talking about it, so in her mind, it was like, oh my gosh, like, it's going to happen, so I'm going to get engaged soon. Let me just buy a dress. That's, like putting yeah. a carriage in front of a horse. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a little yeah. strange. But all right, so Eliza wants to do what she calls a dating detox. And that starts with talking about dating baggage, which would be what are the negative dating experiences you've had? What are your fears about dating? And Cindy says everyone has the fear of being hurt again.
1: Mm-hmm. So she's
0: been hurt this once. She knows what that feels like. And her fear is that it's going to happen again. And here's what I was saying however many episodes ago. She said it was a mutual split. Eh, we grew apart, right? No, the ex decided they weren't compatible. That's, that's her concern. That's going to happen again. And that's what I said the first time we talked about this. There's no growing apart here. Someone has to say, now nah, this isn't for me. You yeah. went and you bought an engagement dress. You're clearly in. She wanted it to happen. Her boyfriend, fiance, whoever he was at the time, did not. Yeah. So that's I think that's what's getting it getting in her head mm-hmm. right now as as she tries to get back on the dating scene. And then help me out here because did Aliza say maybe her ex is her person?
1: So she basically said that is a like a big pers- br- large percentage of people who break up, get back together.
0: 35%.
1: Yeah, but it's uh, on a different timeline, maybe down the line, like five, six, seven years from now, right? But that's not what Cindy wants. Cindy wants someone now. So we should not be sitting around waiting for her ex, potentially 35%, come back because she's basically saying, if it didn't work out now, it was for whatever reasons, they might get the result. Maybe people mature and realize that's what they really wanted, right? Sure.
0: Maybe he wanted one kid, but then in, in a few years, he'll realize, no, you know what? I do want four.
1: Yeah. And, and adopt one. And But there is no time to wait. So Alisa's saying, we don't want to sit around and wait. We want to find her someone who's compatible with her now. Okay. But. But just to add, Cindy's problem is that she is dwelling on the ex. She says, I want to have the same feeling. I want to feel the same as I did with my ex, which is bad because, wait, well, that means you're still hung up on your ex. It's been only eight months. And
0: it means you're going to compare everything to your oh, ex. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Not good. All right. Let's, let's travel to our favorite, one of our favorite cities. Jackson Hole, Wyoming.
1: Yes. And we we're snowboarding with a friend. And think Sarah.
0: Yeah, it's Noah's friend. Yes. And Noah's filling her in on a potential match of his, Ileana.
1: Yes. And here we go. He has a son in Israel.
0: This was big news. This was quite the bomb drop for us to find out. And I
1: feel like it's um, it's interesting because obviously he was married before and it's, he has a kid. That's fine. But... The fact that he has a kid in Israel, it's it's not like a I don't want to call it I don't want to say baggage, but it's not like oh man he needs to he has a split custody every other weekend There's gonna be a child right he mm-hmm. has to see and communicate with his ex like that's not it he doesn't see his son that often he right. they talk they talk on WhatsApp every single day but it's not like you will become a stepmommy
0: no and I don't know that that's all there is to think about it's not necessarily a physical or a time commitment that a woman coming into Noah's life would have to consider it's an emotional commitment there's an emotional tie and there's something that will forever tie Noah to his ex yeah and so I think that's the thing that anyone will have to wrestle with and come to terms with who dates Noah it's not oh I have to step in and be stepmom It's no, I have to potentially entertain or or be open to having an ex-wife forever tied to my boyfriend, fiance or husband. I think that's the bigger thing.
1: It is and everyone can look at it differently. I know there are people who would not want to marry or date a guy who was previously married and that was me too. But it's not
0: previously married. It's more than that.
1: It ha- yeah, it You have could be it previously married,
0: divorced, and never see your ex.
1: Yeah. They're true. going
0: to see each other. They're going to communicate, and that's what may make things more difficult.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes.
0: We'll see. Yeah, that's all we really got of yeah. Noah this episode, right?
1: Yeah, but mm. we can go to your favorite, Harmony. Harmony. <laughs>
0: In Delray.
1: In Delray, who, so we found out that the restaurant manager actually came back saying, I have a friend, he's Jewish, 40 something, do you want to meet him? And because Elise always says yes, like you just got to take any opportunity, mm-hmm. why not?
0: Date him till you hate him.
1: Date him till you hate him. So Harmon is going on a date with Adam.
0: Adam from Ohio in his 40s, yes. He's an attorney. He's also in city government. He's the vice mayor of Del Rey.
1: Yeah, look at that. Del
0: Rey all day. Love Del Rey. Shout out to Del Rey. So Harmony's first impression. Nice guy.
1: Nice guy, educated, smart, but she doesn't want to bang him immediately. Eh? This is the
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he does take care of himself. He does CrossFit, but he, as he says, does Jewish CrossFit. What,
1: what is that?
0: <laughs> he's just, he's being self-deprecating. He's saying, at Jewish CrossFit, I do about half the weight of everyone else. Because oh. that's the stereotype of us Jews. We're, we're frail and we're weak. And
1: yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Not me. Look at this over here. I just got back from the gym myself, but.
1: you're doing your own Jewish CrossFit over uh-huh. <laughs> there at the gym.
0: Yeah, but it's not a love connection. It's, it's as Harmony says, a nice guy, but missing the oomph.
1: Yeah, so speaking of nice guys and a potential oomph.
0: Mm. But let me just go back to this because, again, I just want to oh, okay. be, be fair because you want to shit on Ori. I don't want to shit on on Harmony here because I think, it's important to be attracted to the person. She goes, literally, she's telling the camera, speaking about Eliza. literally, just find me someone I want to have sex with. Imagine if a guy said that. Can you imagine if Ori said that? Literally, find me oh, someone he I want to have. did say that. Ha- not even that crass. He was like, oh, I just want to be attracted to her. Blue eyes, blonde hair. Yeah, I'm picky. Harmony literally said, find me someone I want to have sex with.
1: Yeah, but I think she was joking. I think she's oh. way more open. Well, I, and
0: I'm not giving Harmony shit because I think it's important to want to have sex with the person. But it you're it just so you're just so hard on Ori. Because,
1: because Harmony is not an asshole. Harmony has an open mind. She gives people a chance even though maybe there is nothing to it, right? She has an open mind and she doesn't she doesn't say, "Okay, I want someone who is like super hot, super young with all these apps and everything." And she's like, "Well, I just want to to bang someone." And I think that's very like She wants to like that person. That's fine. She's not telling her exactly what she wants him to look like, right? She keeps her mind open and jokes about it, sure. But already, just the way he talks about women and what he wants, and as I said, I don't think he has a lot to offer, which I think Harmony does. Okay. And there is a big difference. All right.
0: Okay. Well... She goes on another date, new guy, Ben,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who she's thinking is a bit more of a hottie. She's yeah. a little bit more attracted to Ben. Uh, dark hair, likes the features, six feet tall. She says, maybe not the dream guy, but close enough.
1: Yeah. So, so they're doing this flower school.
0: I don't like this.
1: I don't like it either.
0: I like a lot of crafty dates. I love a good paint night. I like a pottery class, uh sip and spin but I don't know about the flower <laughs> arrangement thing.
1: Me neither. But it's very pink and colorful, which is...
0: That's right apartment. Harmony. That's Harmony. Only. Yeah. Um, first impression, Ben's first impression of Harmony. She's beautiful, uh, bubbly, happy. Might be on mushrooms, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Harmony goes, all right, here's a game. Every time you put a flower in the bouquet, you can ask me a question.
1: So for some reason, harmony starts and mm-hmm. she's like, well, breaking all the rules again. Well, so uh, what was your longest relationship? And so for someone in his 40s, he says 18 months. So this four was... Four years ago. I'm not
0: good at math. You guys know. If you guys have listened to this podcast at all, you know I'm not a mathematician over here. But I, I try to do the work and I, I, I've tried to crunch the numbers. Ben says... I, I haven't been married, but I've been in a relationship for almost two years, Mm -hmm. right? Four years ago. Mm -hmm. But then he says it was during COVID.
1: Oh, I know. And we
0: realized we weren't perfect for each other. Okay. COVID wasn't four years ago.
1: No, and this is 2022.
0: And yeah, I bet it was filmed. Yeah. At least. Six to 12 months ago.
1: Well, I think so, because Ari was talking about getting married in a year in summer 2023. So So
0: maybe you weren't together for two years, but it was probably like a year or two at most ago. No,
1: it actually makes solo sense. 2022, he says he was in a relationship four years ago, which brings us to 2018 being together for two years brings us to the beginning of COVID when everything shut down know, and people he, got stuck at home and he, he s- said it just didn't work but out. But he
0: said they were together during COVID. You think it ended the first month of COVID? maybe, Or, or the
1: second month of I COVID. Guess. Like, I can see that. Like, we know people who broke up during COVID. Oh, yeah. oh for and sure. And it's like... All it takes is imagine like if you, if you have an okay relationship, but you love that you both get out and you go to work and you basically spend the dinners at home, you sleep and then on the weekends you go out with your friends and your significant other has her own plans and you go from this to being together 24 seven because there is a worldwide pandemic and you cannot go anywhere because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. I th- and then you realize like, oh my gosh. This is not gonna fly.
0: I just I can't imagine a couple being together for twenty two months and then COVID hits and you can't make it another two months. Like, were they living together? That would have been my follow up question. Were you guys living together? Maybe,
1: but I can totally see how. Again, his lo- that was his longest relationship. True. I don't think he's a guy who. I think he was just kind of doing him his own thing. He said he was a workaholic, right, before COVID. Now he kind of slowed down and enjoys other things. But yeah, I think I I totally see, I can see how being stuck together for a week can ruin the relationship. And to be honest, being with someone for a year and a half, that's not a super solid relationship.
0: It could be the start of one.
1: It could be, but it was the end of this one because after a year and a half, if you couldn't stand a person for to be with them 24/7 and I can see how that happens then yeah his timeline checks out for me and okay. I'm much better with numbers. All right.
0: All right. Well, okay, good because let's let's be easy on Ben here because Harmony says this well this could be a, a match.
1: I like Ben but I don't think he likes her that much.
0: Interesting. Well, Harmony says the sparks TBD. Uh he's not he's not the bad boy I'm looking for. He's the good guy. But maybe I need to be more open to yeah. the, the maybe's. She says, "So who knows? This is the best so far yeah. for harmony." All right,
1: and let's
0: go to let's go to <laughs> Teresa's uh, favorite.
1: Yeah, and it just this thing, this date, really kind of um, solved—not solved—it was the word sealed it for me that Ori is an asshole because he goes on a David Karen, right?
0: Kareen, I think.
1: No, it's Karin.
0: It's spelled Corinne, but it's K-A-R-I-N. Uh-huh. It's Corinne. It's pronounced Corinne, I believe.
1: Corinne. Okay. And Corinne is beautiful. She has reddish hair. Uh-huh. And which, if I'm going to be an asshole too, like Ori, that's not blonde. What? I, I think a lot of people, like if you tell me you wanted blonde hair, blue eyes, and that there is a girl with red hair and blue eyes, well, what's going on? What's going on, Ori?
0: He got the blue eyes, at least.
1: Yeah, and she does look like a model. She's a beautiful girl, right?
0: Yes, and lighter features. Red is not brown or black yeah. hair. Yeah, so. she
1: speaks Hebrew. She speaks English. So mm-hmm. check, check, check for him, right? Youngest of five, very close family. But here's the thing why I know they're they they they're not going to make you do the chupa. Okay. Because she's a lawyer. She is a girl who works her ass off. She is a businesswoman. And then you have the Ori, who I'm going to bring it back. is very complicated, wants all these things, yet he lives with his parents.
0: Yeah, I know, but this is why I think it might work. And I'm such an Ori apologist on this podcast, but Kareen is very family-oriented. Her family also has a family business, right? She says everyone lives within a 10-mile radius. I know Ori's family lives within like a 10-bedroom radius, yeah, yeah. but but she gets it i think if there's anyone who's not going to be turning their nose up at ori's lifestyle it would be someone like karine who understands the values and the power True. of family but
1: also someone i'm i'm telling you like i don't think she she said she likes him ori is like head over heels she he very attracted to her and but Again, I'm going to bring you back to the fact that she is a lawyer. She is a hard worker. She uh, But I don't like, like when you
0: of, I don't like that you're saying or he's not hard working. Just because his family employs him doesn't mean he doesn't bust his ass. Oh, it's not the
1: employment. But it's the living on his mom's nip. I'm yeah, telling you. how can you
0: say that? Just because he lives at home doesn't mean he doesn't bust his ass when he goes to work. I,
1: That's not the point.
0: You just said, you said she's a hard worker. He's not. You don't know how hard he's working.
1: No, I said she's a hard worker. I think she has, she does things for herself. I think Ori lives on his mom's nip. He said it's very important with mom things. It's super important that maybe if the girl wanted to live with me and mom. No, mom
0: said that. And mom also wanted a Moroccan who Ori is not entertaining. Well, she's
1: not. There are no blonde girls in Morocco. Right. As far so, as I he's, know.
0: so he's not just doing everything to his piece, His mom, he's being his mm-hmm. own person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for you guys, I don't know if you dated a guy that looked like Ori or something or no, a guy named not. Ori, but like, <laughs> you've got something yeah, personal against Ori. A, I
1: just don't like him. I just don't like him. Okay. And I can, I can choose not to like him and I really hope that Karin will not like him.
0: Okay, well the one thing I think that may make it so they don't reach the chuppah is the fact that Ori eats bacon
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Karina's like, how dare you? How Jewish are you? But they had this playful banter. Like I yeah. could, I could see them working. They were both smiling. They were both laughing. There was chemistry. Although he did end the date with another bad joke where he tried to make out with himself, like yeah. Jim Carrey in the mask or whatever movie that is. But they seem to get along.
1: That was Ace Ventura. Was okay. it Ace Ventura?
0: They seem to get along pretty great.
1: And I, I can see them going on a couple more dates. Okay. I just don't see them making it to the chupa.
0: All right. Let's see.
1: And I also think that Karin wears the pants and I feel like... Maybe, yeah. I feel like if anything, he would be the one staying home with the kids. He would be the one uh, cooking dinner every night and she would be the one wearing the pants because she goes like, No, like if I have kids, my kids are not going to eat bacon, period. Mm -hmm. Like, She is, she knows what she wants, which is great. And I think if anything, if they make it work, it would be because somehow they make it work. It would be because Ori just going to do anything and everything she wants.
0: And he will, because all he cares about is that he's attracted to the woman. Yeah,
1: so I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to
0: be a great relationship, but but it could work.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I don't think it will.
0: All right. Let's let's go to our next single. With we got Danny coming up next. Paddleboard date with Sean. Yeah. They are in California. They've been hanging out a lot, spending a lot of time together, and Danny confirms Sean really is the male version of me.
1: Yeah. Sean's like, "I
0: can't believe I can't believe you said tequila soda lime last night." I think Sean might be her new best girlfriend, but I don't yeah. know if this is going to be a love connection. Well,
1: that's what Danny says too. She's like, I don't know if I want to necessarily date someone who's exactly like me. Plus he lives in Hawaii and mm-hmm. he has to go back and Hawaii to Miami. Damn, that's, that's a that's long flight. That's like a flight. Pitbull song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it is long. They could be friends. They could maybe hang out and vacation together. She could go visit him in Hawaii, but their ideal cities don't align.
1: No, he doesn't like Miami.
0: He doesn't like Miami. Their lifestyles don't align, right? She's uh, she's a partier. She's out till four in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's more of a morning person. So, while getting closer, getting warmer, Aliza, I don't know that this one's gonna work out either.
1: No, I, um, let's see. She deserves someone great. I don't think. Uh, I don't. I think Sean is pretty great, but I don't think he's for her.
0: No. So then we get a new you
1: single where we mention on the top of the show. And you probably guys, if you didn't watch it, you just listened to us. You were probably like, who?
0: I think well, we may have mentioned it last episode.
1: Maybe. maybe. Well, it's Faye. Faye's 28 from New York.
0: Oh, turning 29 as most 28 year olds do. <laughs> She's like, I'm, I'm 28 turning 29.
1: And so she started her own company, helping Orthodox Jews with mental help.
0: She started... Her company's called OK Clarity.
1: Mm-hmm. Nah, a little
0: bit of a ripoff there. Uh, really? Well, OK Cupid. I'm like, OK uh, Clarity. It's like... Uh, OK, not originality. That's what it is. But
1: she's doing her own thing. And we have Elisa visiting and meeting also her mom, Rachel. And that's where I think it's OK that she lives at home with her family because she's Orthodox Jewish. Yeah. And they have certain rules they need to follow as far as I understand and I think one of the rules is that the women live at home until they meet their husband mm-hmm.
0: you may be right I'm um, if there's one if there's one uh, sect of Judaism not that familiar with it's orthodox but yeah. yes it and, seems that way
1: and Faye told us like yeah I'm 28 and for my religion being being orthodox it might be a little late a little too old to be single I don't feel like I'm old I do my own thing but I want to be married and that's why I feel like it's fine because a lot of these women probably get out of their house parents houses when they're like 20 21 22 because that's when they meet their match
0: yeah yeah and Eliza almost relates yes. with Faye because they had a, a similar upbringing so there's that too and yeah, as we said, Rachel, Mother Rachel's there in the beginning, but then she excuses herself and she's like, I'm going to let you guys speak alone. And so Elisa and Faye talk and, and we hear what Faye is looking for. Someone with good character, uh, someone optimistic, positive, generous, humble, same religious values, mm-hmm. which means praying three times a day.
1: Yeah, she's very orthodox and she, she's not Hasidic.
0: No, she describes herself as from, which is devoutly... Religious is the way she describes it.
1: Yes. And she also is not into the whole touching thing. What is it called? Do you remember? Uh,
0: No, I don't. I don't.
1: But you remember we talked about it on one of the previous episodes that there is no touching, not even touching someone else's hand before marriage. The first time your skin touch is at the chupa.
0: So Elisa says, all right. You can only move as fast as the slowest person in a relationship. So, what's your due date? And we learn, at least it's got all these yeah, little sayings, like these little catchphrases. Due date, D E W, dating, engagement, wedding. So, basically, what's your timeline? You're going to start dating immediately, hopefully, with my help. What about engagement? And Faye says, fastest three months.
1: Seems, All right. Seems
0: very fast for mm-hmm. us, but this is that's culture. and that's the culture. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah,
1: they have their they live by different rules. Um, wedding,
0: well, that could be as fast as two to three months, as as fast as the parents can make it happen. So basically, Elisa does the math, thankfully, because I could not. Nine months from dating to wedding.
1: Yes, which, for based on what Faye said, would be six months, but I guess there is a three-month wiggle room.
0: A little room, yeah, Yeah. to find that right person.
1: Yeah, so from zero to nine is basically from meeting to touching. From
0: from meeting to marrying.
1: Yeah, skin to skin at nine months.
0: Skin to skin, nine months, yeah. So let's see. Let's see. I like Faye. We hope she finds... Yeah, I like her name a lot. Faye, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hope she finds the one. So that's... Episode four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We will now relax because it is the Sabbath coming up. Oh, yeah. And then you will get episodes five, six, seven, and eight next week. Monday, yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So a little something to look forward to. All right. Absolutely. In the meantime, make sure you're following the podcast at Married to Reality Pod. Join us on Patreon if you want even more content. We're doing Love in Paradise over there, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Please follow the podcast right here. So when we do drop those next four episodes, or when we drop anything, you'll get it immediately. It'll come right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button.
1: Guys, smash it like it's as hard as... Help me out.
0: This show.
1: I, I see it all the time. But yes, this show, guys, this show.
0: Yeah, definitely not Ori. Definitely not as hot as Ori. No,
1: definitely not as. Smash like it's as
0: hot as the show, because this is. I I think it's the nostalgia for me. But I love popping this show on and seeing all—not all, but a lot of the little traditions I would do, the foods I would eat. Um, you get those scenes in the beginning. You, they always open up. It's a couple at a deli or, yeah. or it's the bagel shop. And I'm like, yep, I, I know that. <laughs> I remember that. So, yeah, smash like it's as hot as this show. And please leave us a review. If you guys haven't left us a review, we we love the love.
1: We love the love. And if
0: you leave a five-star review, we will read it on our 90 Day Fiance podcast, yes. our, our Monday night podcast. So if you, if you rate and, and write something, we'll read it. All right. That is that. We will bid you a shalom until next time. So thank you for listening. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? I've
1: said it all and shalom.
0: All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.